Hello, everybody. We are back with episode four. I am Rowan here at the University of Arizona. And I'm Jake here at the University of Washington. Today, we got a, a little bit of a different episode for you. We're going to start with a featured program, uh, mm -hmm. a new featured program. We're going to call it A Fun Show We Watched. So we're going to, yes. basically, we're going to pick a show. We're going to describe what happens. We're going to say what we like, what we dislike, and then we'll switch. We'll have a little discussion around it. It'll be fun. And then we're going to dive into when we're not uh, in class and doing homework, what are we doing? And what are we doing in our free time here? Uh, free time? What's that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the 10 minutes between when you decide to do the physics homework and then the math homework that little in between time that's what you get that, yeah yeah <laughs> oh and also that that small bit of time between closing your eyes to fall asleep and being asleep yeah 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 i love, yeah. I love that point i love that time too it's one of my favorites <laughs> all right uh so what show do you have for us this week mr jake all right, I'm going to be a basic guy and be like the Mandalorian because hey. I'm a bit of a Star Wars nut, and I and I eat all of that, that stuff up, And um, except I don't have enough time to read comics. But if I did, I would read the Star Wars, like, Legends comics. But mm -hmm. yes, The Mandalorian, the first episode of Season 3, although it's weird because they're, like, chapters, so it's like... Season three, episode one, but chapter 17, because it's a never ending story, because it's quirky, because Dave Fiona came up with it, and John Favreau is like, I'm gonna do a thing. So it's yeah. quirky. I love John Favreau. If it I works, it works. One day. Yes. Um, anyways, right. beyond the point, we're gonna ignore the fact that my celebrity crush is John Favreau. Don't worry, um, we'll get him on the podcast. <laughs> the first featured guest, John Favreau. <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, The Mandalorian. Honestly, I gotta say, I don't have too many complaints, but I'm gonna go with complaints first and things I liked second because I liked a lot more things than I did not like things. And it's good to end on a high note, you know? You never wanna be like, I like this and this and this and this and this, but, you know? It always feels weird to me when people do that. So I'm gonna go with the things I didn't like first. Um, I think that I, I only watched the show once. I should have probably watched it twice in hindsight. But I think that the only thing that I didn't like is it felt kind of disjointed, if that makes any sense. It was only 37 minutes. And they tried to, like, pack a lot into the first episode to try and, like, introduce what they were going to do with the season. And I feel like that ended up a lot of where they lost that factor of show, don't tell that they've really gotten good at in Star Wars, I feel, especially with and or into certain elements parts of the uh, bad batch as well and i feel like that was lost a little bit in this first episode because it was like okay mando's going to this planet and he sees this guy and this guy's welcome to this planet this is what this planet is now um we do this thing are you gonna you should live on this planet and then mando's like yeah no i don't want it because i gotta do this thing that's important because mandalorian stuff plot Yay. Yay. And I don't know. <laughs> that that was really my own main detractor is that there was a lot of there wasn't as much show don't tell, which I feel like is probably gonna come back in the rest of the season too. I feel like them the previous two seasons of The Mandalorian have been very good. 
And I like the very much like space cowboy kind of vibes that they've been giving without actually saying that he's a space cowboy. And I definitely feel like it's just, there's been a long gap since the last season. It's always going to be a little bit awkward that first episode coming back after two and a half years, especially losing like a like pretty important character. And I don't know. It, that's really my only main complaint. Other than that, the show was, the first episode was really interesting. The visuals were great. The, there was a giant monster fight at the very beginning that was like very much like a shock. Like it starts where there's this kid and he's in the water and he's going through the, uh, the initiation ceremony for the watch. And like they're going to put the helmet on and he's in the water. And then like a massive like crocodile thing comes out and starts attacking him. But the kid that they were using looks very similar to the kid that was in, like, flashbacks from when Mando was a kid. So I thought that it was a flashback for Mando. But no, then Mando comes in and he saves the day by killing the beast with his cool new starship. And that was pretty cool. Uh, I really liked that a lot. How they, they, they had me fooled. They had me fooled. They had me in the first half and then you know, <laughs> I came back and got him. But, uh... No, yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite part of the whole show, that mis that little misdirection that they did there. But the world building has also been pretty cool, too, where they're not explicitly, like, interacting with the New Republic, for example. Like, they did a little bit with, like, the guys in the second season, I think, that were, like, police, I guess. I don't know. The X-Wing pilots? Yeah, the X-Wing pilots. But, like, there's been, like, subtle hints to the New Republic, like, the head magistrate of Navarro, which is the one of the planets uh, uh, Mando goes to, was like, we are going to be the most powerful independent trading sector in the Outer Rim, totally independent from the New Republic and their bureaucracy, and like, you know, stuff like that. And I don't know, I thought it was pretty cool. Also, they brought back the little like guys that work on droids for, that were in like the that was in the ninth Star Wars movie. That was my favorite part of the entirety of Rise of Skywalker, and was like one of the only reasons I watched that movie. So I really appreciated that those little guys came back, and I cannot remember for the life of me what they were called, which is why I should have watched the show twice instead of just once. Let me see if I can figure it out. What are the small droid fixers? Droid fixers. In Star Wars. <laughs> um, um, the, we're going to go with In a Mandalorian because the, yeah, it's whatever like Babu Frick was, you know, that guy from, uh, from, uh, you know, the ninth, the ninth movie. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a bunch of little Babu Fricks essentially in this episode. And I really appreciate that. Especially when Mando was trying to communicate with him. Oh, that was hilarious. I ate that shit up. <laughs> Anyways, there you go. Tangent about little people over. How about you? What's your show? Let's hear a bit about your show. Uh, Unless you have comments on my show, of course. I have not watched uh, the first episode of um, Mando. Because I've been preparing to leave. But that's a different story. <laughs> uh, so my show is the most amazing Hell's Kitchen, hosted by the Gordon Ramsay. Indeed. Season 21 ended so, about... Yes, you know, casually 21 seasons, of course. 21 seasons. Uh, I think it got renewed for another one, <laughs> too. Oh, my God. How old is Gordon Ramsay now? He's like 55. He's not that old. Hmm. 
Um, we'll, we'll take it. He's a been doing this for a while. Anyways, or... you want me to get? You want? You want me to make some elevator music while you're you're looking He's up? He's fifty six. He's fifty six. All right. I, I was close. I could have. I could have made some bagpipe noises. You know, he's Scottish. Okay. Or at least he lives in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> she probably should be Anyways, careful with music and I think operated. So okay. So this was an interesting season. So he mm-hmm. did a season of twenty year olds versus forty year olds. That that um so, I feel like there might be some sort of like violations with that, but we're just gonna ignore. Um, so the idea was, is that does he want someone young with energy and up and coming or someone who's more experienced, but mm-hmm. might not be as aware of the new techniques coming out cause they're a bit older. It was yeah. interesting, uh, from the start, mostly because if you look at some of Gordon Ramsay's past winners, he kind of has a set kind of person he wants running his restaurant. He doesn't want anyone, you know, crazy and mean or anything like that. You know, they have to be a decent person. I don't, I don't want anyone mean, you know. You know, usually they're <laughs> under 30 years old or just over 30 years old. So they're usually pretty young, mm-hmm. you know. So to see him going, you know, bringing in people that were like 40, 45 years old and saying, hey, you have a shot to win this was interesting. Yeah. So, in the beginnings, first of all, we had uh, the one of the biggest mistakes ever in Hell's Kitchen. There was a contestant on the Twenty Somethings team. His name was, uh, I'm totally uh, blanking. Sorry. Her, uh, I just totally lost my train of thought. So he was doing this challenge, right? It was a wing challenge. Yeah. And so for the first few seasons, usually uh, there's the dinner service. That's where after the dinner service, he'll eliminate somebody. Mm-hmm. But for the last like two or three seasons, there's been this like first challenge before the first dinner service. Mm-hmm. And uh, so whoever did the worst on it was going to go home and whoever did the best was going to get a punishment pass, so they got to skip a punishment. And so oh. one of the contestants, she her wings weren't good. And so she Gordon Ramsay's like, uh, I, I want your jacket. And then she goes, yeah, uh, I think I should deserve to be here. Uh, I, I got a lot to show. Gordon was like, okay, go back in line. <laughs> Wait, so, what? He... He was supposed to eliminate her, and then she's like, but I don't, she was like, I don't want to go. I got more to prove. And he's like, okay. He just said okay? <laughs> well, he didn't say okay. He's like, get back in line. But, like, he basically just said, okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Which was a little interesting coming from Gordon. Yeah. So we had a lot of good chefs uh, this season. Alex. Alex was the winner. He was on the 40-somethings mm-hmm. team. He was, he's now the oldest person to win Hell's Kitchen. Totally wow. dominant How the whole old time. How old is he? Uh, I believe he was 41. But I could go... Mm. I'm not going to double check. I believe he was 41. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the second place uh, winner, Daphne. She, she was a 20-something. You know, 
the usual house kitchen winner. She's made some mistakes, but she rebounded from them. Uh, you That's have good. Summer, another young chef, do really well. Alejandro, and so it kind of made for uh, an interesting final uh, two. So yeah, between sure, the young and sure. the old. So it came, even though what actually happened was is the older contestants were actually just dropping like flies. So then he had to go back to his format of men versus women. Because this is the second time he's tried to do some sort of theme. In season 18, he did a rookies veterans veterans theme. And all the veterans were uh, <laughs> messing up, even though they've been on Hell's Kitchen before. So he had to go back to men and women. So now this is now the second time in a row he's had to do that. But even though they had to go back to men and women, at the end they actually did have a, ro- a older person versus a younger person. Huh. In the end, well, Alejandro prevailed because he basically made no mistakes. I, I mean, he made like mm. two. He sent out yeah. like a cold crab cake and a slightly overcooked steak. <laughs> mm. So with all the pressure, like that's really impressive. So yeah. overall, uh, I really like this season. You know, there wasn't a lot of drama. Like some of the other seasons, you could tell that it, it, some of the people were there just to cause trouble. Yeah. You know, there, there was not too many antagonizing people. It was mostly just based off of cooking, really t- talented group of chefs. That's uh, good. We had a lot of good challenges. The only, like, kind of questionable things where we had we had two cook for your life challenges basically where either gordon or some of the contestants will name who they think is the worst chef Mm -hmm. and then they'll cook for their life basically whoever loses will um actually technically we had like four of those this season because there's the black jacket Mm. challenge there's two straight up cook for your life challenges and then there's that wing challenge at the beginning yeah. But the, the two in the middle were actually just straight up called cook for your life challenges. And hmm. as a result, like some of the best, but like Alex had to go into the cook for your life challenge because he left the kitchen earlier. He had this thing where like he was calling one of them at a, one at a time. So since mm-hmm. Alex was one of the first people to leave, he had to cook for his life. So it just kind of shows like if you just even slightly mess up, like you might be going home. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, that's uh that's my my little spew on Hell's Kitchen. Uh, okay. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about free time. So what's fun, fun. free time like for you, Mr. Jake? Actually, it's I mean it depends. It fluctuates. It also depends on what I classify as free time. So like I haven't had as much free time as I want because I also don't consider like doing like large-scale social interactions free time as well like if i have something that i've like very strictly planned to do with people that's like an activity you know like that doesn't really feel like free time because it's like on my schedule but (laughs) i think i i'm definitely trying to build in more free time because i think it's just good to like be able to say to yourself you know what i'm just not gonna do anything tonight i'm just gonna watch a movie and i'm gonna go to bed at a reasonable time and I think that reasonable. It's, I feel like it's good, reasonable. You know, like not two, not two, one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like, I don't know. I I think that it's definitely good to try and incorporate more free time. I feel like my main source of free time tends to be like in the middle of the day, 
where I say I have like a block at lunch while I go and get lunch and maybe talk to some people or watch some like uh, YouTube or TV show while I eat lunch in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's, and like usually I'll give myself like one or two hours to like recuperate because I have a ton of classes earlier in the morning for like three hours in a row. And it's like, you're so tired afterwards. You need to like rest before you then go and start homework. Yeah, yeah, but I feel that. <laughs> This week, uh, because I'm now starting to study for my physics finals, I, I really need to pass because I failed both the midterms. But one of the midterms gets dropped. So the midterms aren't super important. They're only worth 20% of their grade, the one that's not dropped. The final is 40%, and everything else is 40%, so like labs, homework, stuff like that. Right. So it's important that I do well in this final. So I started studying early. So this week, it's really looked like where I had – I went to a morning class, break in the middle of the day, physics lab or tutorial or atmospheric science seminar then come home eat or back to my dorm eat dinner go out and study come back shower go to bed and i haven't been able to do ultimate frisbee because of my achilles tendons being hyperextended. now yeah now tonight i'm probably tonight is i'm gonna do one of those like you know rest nights like i said like i'm probably gonna just uh, may I'll probably cook dinner for myself because that's very very therapeutic for me, and then I'll probably watch a movie. Go that's also another thing too. <laughs> no, probably <laughs> not. That's a, that's a bit much for me in the dorm. <laughs> but uh, no, in the first quarter for me, I definitely cooked a lot more than I had this quarter. I've just been so much busier this quarter between doing physics and calculus at the same time. It's been a bit much, and I've been a bit overwhelmed. So I've had definitely had less free time than I wanted to. But this weekend is definitely going to be a grinding weekend, you know, just trying to study. I've got one more week of class until physics week, uh, until uh, finals week. And my math finals are actually the Saturday after week 10. So, like, I have a phys- I have a math lecture, and, like, 28 hours later, I'm taking the final, no, which is crazy. Wow. That they teach up until the day before the final. That's, but I don't that's know. Wild. Most me. of my free time just encompasses cooking, um, watching YouTube, um, trying to exercise when I can. But ultimate frisbee doesn't really feel like free time because practices are like at set times. Yeah. You um, know, sometimes I'll hang out in the lounge too. Like today, I hung out in the lounge with the uh, one of my like friends on the floor just for like 30, 40 minutes, talked with her about you know life and stuff. And I did that a couple nights ago, too. I was just, like, I was very spent. And I just, like, went to the lounge, and one of the girls was like, Jake, come, sit, sit. Let's talk. It was very down a spiritual path. Yeah. And then we (laughs) ended up talking until midnight. And then she was like, I should probably go, like, shower, you know. And I'm like, I should go shower, too. And that was awkward. And then we walked back to our respective dorms after telling each other we were going to shower. But that's beyond the point. That that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched each other go into our dorm rooms. That was calm. Man, calm down. Calm. Know. Calm down. It's fine, you know. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, most of my free time is is spent either in my dorm watching YouTube, in some like, uh, uh dining hall eating food, or in the lounge talking with other people or cooking. I get but that. I'm definitely going to try and incorporate more, like, relaxation time next quarter. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily relaxation time, but just, like, trying to get outdoors more, too. Yeah. Like, you know, because it's going to start being not 
cold, rainy, and cloudy every single day. Yep. <laughs> Which is basically what it is here in the winter. Yeah. What about you? So, what do you do in your free time? Uh, I get uh, a bit more free time, mostly because we do semesters. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit more spaced out. Like, you feel less rushed. We'll have, mm. like, five weeks between tests. You know. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and since we'll be in class a le less time during the week because it's more spread out, uh, even when it's test time, you don't really – you kind of have to do, like, a little bit every day for, like, the first, like, two or three weeks before. And then, like, you know, the week of it's crunch time. But other than that, you know, I usually do get a couple hours. And by a couple hours, I mean, like, after 11. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's some, also another thing. Some days after ten. Yeah, when you're when you're done, I'll mention another thing. But you you finish. You but finish. I don't really consider free time to be like between like eleven and like one before I go to bed. You know, when you're in bed. Yeah. That's like you're just unwinding before going to bed. I consider free time more of like the time where you can you might choose to be in like your room doing whatever, but more of you have the ability to go do something else. Because at yeah. 11, unless you want to go to, like, a party or something, like, there's pretty much nothing else to do, uh, at least yeah. out of your dorm. So, during my free time, uh, usually I finish the day around, like, 4 or 5 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then I'll usually take two hours, I'll play some games, I'll watch some YouTube, do kinds of that, I'll talk to other people in, you know, to unwind a little bit before I do homework. And then it's pretty much homework from, like... Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. Then I'll eat. And then it's usually from, like, 8 to, like, 11. I'm usually working on stuff. Uh, mm. It's usually not actually three hours worth of work. It's more of I am procrastinating uh, <laughs> an hour and a half worth of work over three hours. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I, you crawl I, into I, bed at, like, 11, and then you're up till you're, you know, going to bed. Uh I do, obviously, I go to my rec meetings. Those are, like, two hours. We meet on Wednesday. But once we start getting our parts in, we're definitely going to ramp mm -hmm. it up. Because while we're waiting for things to happen, you know, there's not much we can do. We just have to wait for the stuff to come. Yeah. But um, I spend most yeah. of my time either watching TV or playing video games or, you know, hanging out with some of the people in my dorm or some of my friends here. Uh... Uh, I'd say, uh, I probably spend most of my time in the dorm, though. Oh. Yeah, that's one thing that I've definitely been trying to do, is trying to, like, get out of the dorm. Especially because I have, like, three dormmates in a pretty tiny dorm. It's very, like, I don't know, very squished together, and I, I don't like being in here tons. Like, if there's just two of us, like, if it's just me and one of my roommates, it's fine, but... All three of us, it feels a little cramped, you know? Yeah, um, my room's okay. It's just me and my roommate, so it doesn't ever feel cramped. We we usually don't have that many people in here. We usually go to someone else's dorm if we're going to do something, and then sometimes that can feel a little packed. If even if there's, like, five people just standing there, like, it's just, yeah. it's just filled, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, the problem is, is that right now it's really cold. 
mm-hmm. and also at the same time, a lot of my friends are also in engineering stuff, so they also have a ton of work to do. So it's yeah. it can be really difficult setting up times to do things with people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I also another thing too that I was just thinking about is I like barely ever play video games anymore. Well, you like, can't run them on well, your graph. Actually, car. like I, I, I actually have been able to run a decent amount. Like Victoria Three runs fine. Actually, Victoria Three runs better on my current computer than my old computer that like I played Hearts of Iron Four and EU Four on. Really? And like, impressive. yeah, like Total Total War Rome Two runs better on it as well. We gotta and, like, play And like Minecraft that. runs better, and I don't know. It's like there's certain things that don't run as well. Like Hearts of Iron Four runs worse on it than my old computer. My old computer still runs fully better. That's probably because Hoi is more graphics intensive. The rest of the Paradox games are more CPU intensive. Yeah. But Victoria 3, it runs... As long as I... If, like, I turn the visuals all the way down on Victoria 3, it runs, like, insanely smooth and insanely fast. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played a lot of Paradox strategy games recently. I've been playing uh, a bunch of... I have my PlayStation here, so I've been playing Mm -hmm. on that. Uh, so I have a gaming laptop, quote unquote, but it's a gaming laptop from like four years ago. So it has like a 1650, which was already. Hey, weak. that's what I have. Well, it's <laughs> it is old. No, you yeah, you no, had like a 1660 Ti. I'm pretty sure you said. I have a six. Oh no, yeah, you're right. I do have a 1660 Ti. You're right. You're that's right. like a lot better. <laughs> You're right, you're right. It's better. You're right. I forgot. So, I forgot. so trying to run KSP2, or so Kerbal Space oh. Program 2, for people who don't know, uh, it's it's a brand new game. It's really poorly optimized. I get, <laughs> like, 15 frames uh, on a very small rocket just being out in the on the launch pad. Yeah. It's rough. For some reason, Microsoft Flight Simulator runs really well. But that's probably because this thing has uh, an i7, so it has actually a good processor, and Microsoft Flight Simulator is a pretty just heavy processor game. You know, things like Overwatch, all the Paradox games, like I could run those all on my 1440p monitor on high settings. So it for the graphics-intensive stuff, like all the more engineering-based games like KSP and space engineers it gets mm-hmm. hard but otherwise it, it gets the job done yeah and obviously i'm no, sitting fine. there watching my hell's kitchen uh <laughs> star trek picard season three is started uh mlb the show comes out march 24th oh that's good so lots of stuff coming up yeah also i don't actually like even have my computer right now because it it's like a hard drive broke, which was very upsetting. Thankfully, I had a backup, though. So supposedly it's going to come back from the manufacturer on the 7th of March. So that's also hindered my ability to play video games. Yeah, can't really play video games without uh, a yeah. computer. Like, I've been doing all my schoolwork on my iPad, and I, it, I get by, but it's like, you know. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's not ideal. But there's lots of, um, uh, I feel like last week, I forgot to mention this in the amenities, but there's like tons of computers available to students to use at my university. Like I've basically been able to get by just fine without my computer. And you can also rent computers from the university too. 
So if I wasn't going to, like, get my computer back before, like, finals or, like, the the heart of finals, I probably would have rented a computer, Yeah, which would have been pretty easy for me to do. Yeah, you could rent that stuff here, too. Uh, you get, like, projectors and all that stuff, a bunch of other – you could rent iPads. You could even rent, like, more powerful laptops if you have to do, like, engineering software, like run SolidWorks or something, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, I've never done it, but apparently it's actually pretty easy, and you get it for like thirty days. Yeah. When do you have to? When do you start using SolidWorks? Uh, next uh year, I'm taking AME two eleven. It teach. It's called computer aided drafting and design, or something like that. And it's just a SolidWorks class, basically. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. I mean, technically, I used SolidWorks this year, but it was like. Hey, here's SolidWorks. Here's how to make a 3D shape. And we made a it was uh, a square, right? But then mm-hmm. on one side there was another square extending up so it kind of looked like a like a thick L bracket. Yeah. And then one of the squares had a circle in it. So <laughs> I mean, I used SolidWorks for my senior project to build and design an airplane. So that took me like 10 minutes. It it was a little um, simple to put in. Yeah. Like we had it, we could have used it for like our solar tracker pro- uh, project where we had to make like a solar panel that follows like a light, you know, so it always points at the sun. But mm-hmm. they like, so th- they, that was like the whole setup for why we needed to learn SolidWorks in that class. And they're like, oh yeah, just go to Thingiverse and download uh, a 3D part already made. And go bring it to the library to be 3D printed. Wow. Yeah. The, hmm. that, that was actually kind of frustrating because there's 600 people in Intro to Engineering 102B who all yeah. at the same time had to go print these 3D parts that would take like six hours. Uh... On top of the fact that literally all of the school the 45 like thousand other people here also have the printers and so there's two ways to print things you could go to the catalyst studios and print it yourself or you could submit a printing request and like they'll do it for you but it takes a little bit longer and all that stuff but yeah so the engineering school gave the library more printers for the engineering students to use except the library never let us like have priority or anything. You just had to show up and hope that nobody was using any of the printers. So yeah. our thing got printed like the day before the project was due. So we were in the library till like one in the morning. Thank God it was like before finals. So the mm-hmm. library was open 24 hours then. Um, Wait, your libraries are open 24 hours before finals? Uh, so for now it's like 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. It might not have been mm-hmm. tw- 24 hours, but it's like till like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like it stays open really late. That's that's nice. We were, My libraries we usually were are not open that long. Yeah, we we were in there till like 1:30 <laughs> working on that. Wow. Thing. It was a lot. <laughs> wow. No, yeah, at UW we have. Um, what is it called? We have usually the libraries. It depends what library it is. But like the library I frequent the most, Odegaard Library, is open from eight to ten, um, 
uh, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, eight to six on Friday, ten to six on Sun Saturday, and twelve to ten on Sunday. It's really not super ideal. But yeah. then during finals week, it's open from eight until midnight. But still, it's like I wish the libraries were open a bit longer than they are. Yeah, so the library I was talking about, that's the main library. There's also, like, the science engineering library. I don't think that stays open that late. I don't mm. know how open it stays, though. Because usually I just go to the main library. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to... I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other things I do in my free time. I don't know. I really don't. Me and my roommates sometimes listen to music together, but, you know. Yeah, I got the record player in here, so we listen to music sometimes, too. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, we got uh, the Beatles, Queen, Frank Sinatra. We got Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> awesome mm -hmm. mix one. Um, we have... My, I said Michael Jackson already. We have ABBA mm -hmm. and ACDC. That's the last one. Nice. So, it's a good little um, mixture you got there. Yeah, we, we got the variety. And, you know, it's it's the record player. Like, it's not, like, a extremely nice one. Like, it's just, you know, a basic one. It gets the job done. It sounds nice. Especially since I could plug it into my little speaker. And it sounds mm. really good. It's like What's... it's like a ripoff uh, of, the like, the JBL one. Mm -hmm. So, it, it's pretty good. Well... Interesting, interesting. Of course, now I does it sound it. does it sound better than like if you just played the songs off your phone? Um, yes and no. The older stuff, like that was made for it, like mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra and the Beatles, sounds really good on the record player. It sounds better on the phone. Obviously, the sound also has to do with what you're plugging into. Mm -hmm. Like if I plug the Bluetooth speaker into it and i play the phone on the bluetooth speaker mm -hmm. they're gonna sound similar but like it, it just it, it might just be because i think it's cool that i'm just trying to justify it it i don't know how to describe it like it just feels more full you know because mm -hmm. the digital music it just feels more flat yeah uh but like the newer stuff like the guardians of the galaxy ones uh, it it sounds a little bit weird for the more electronic-y ones. I don't like yeah. them as much. Interesting. Uh, any other comments, concerns, questions for you, Mr. Jake? I don't know. Not really. I feel like that's a pretty good rundown of what I do in my free time. Yeah. Because obviously I don't have as much as I would like. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. I hope this is interesting to you. Of course, yep. let us know. You could tweet us at EW Experience on Twitter. Our Patreon is linked down below. You don't have to do it, but it's greatly appreciated. Uh, other than that, we will see you next week. Yes, or at least you'll hear our voices. Hear our voices. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, goodbye. All right. Bye.